Hi, you're listening to Talk Amongst Friends. Tonight, we're going to be talking basically about the last 24 hours. We're only seven days into 2021, and look at what's happened already. I have my co-host, Carrie, here. I have my other co-host, who isn't a co-host, Kim. And then we have Leanna, who is here. Thank you guys for showing up. I appreciate that. Hey, How's hey. everybody doing this evening? Hey. Good evening. Hey. Good evening. <laughs> Welcome to 2021, in case you thought 2020 wasn't enough. Right. <laughs> right. Well, we all know that uh, the last 24 hours has been crazy, to say the least. Um, one of the things I wanted to start out with before we start this discussion is I want to give some definitions for our listeners. Mm-hmm. We're going to start out with what it is to be accused of treason. So treason is the crime of betraying one's country, especially by attempting to kill the sovereign or overthrow the government. Next, we have sedition on the list. Sedition, conduct or speech inciting people to rebel against the authority of a state or a monarch. We, of course, are state, right? Domestic terrorism. Domestic terrorism or homegrown terrorism is a form of terrorism in which victims within a country are targeted by a perpetrator with the same citizenship as the victims. So as we all know, there are many terrorist uh, definitions, but this one fits what has happened and what has transpired in the last 24 hours. Mm -hmm. Um, So the way I feel about it is I think it's an utter shame that nothing was absolutely done about this, that this was actually allowed to occur. And people are like, well, what about Black Lives Matter? What about all these other protests? This has nothing to do with Black Lives Matter, nor is it even close to what happened with Black Lives Matter. We are talking about the capital of the United States of America. It was breached, and actually, it wasn't fully breached alone. It was breached with help by the actual police who were on site. There are tons of videos out, and I'm sure some of you guys have seen them. I have. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Carrie. sent me one, of the actual police opening the gates, opening the floodgates while somebody was going, come on, let's go, let's go. Uh, I, I, I honestly don't even know how to start this conversation without truly being angry, because I am truly and honestly angry. This is a perfect example if not the best and greatest example we now have that white privilege is indeed real. See, we all knew this already, but some of you out there do not know this because A, you're in denial, B, you're white, or you just don't know what white privilege is. I actually probably should have read that definition. So ladies, what are your thoughts? Let's go, let's get into this topic. Well, you know, I think the first thing you brought up is one that we really need to address because commentators have been addressing it. Even the president-elect of the United States addressed it. First of all, Black Lives Matter protesters are protesters. What this was, was an unhinged mob. And everybody's been candid about the fact, including a lot of white people, and our white president-elect, that had this been a Black Lives Matter protest, had this involved people of Mm -hmm. color, there would have been greater violence, there would have been a higher number of deaths, there would have been a higher number of arrests, Mm -hmm. and in fact, our president-elect said point blank 
it is time for the hypocrisy of that to stop mm-hmm. because it should bother everybody. That had this been a predominantly, he used the term black, not people of color. He used the term black. Had mm-hmm. this been a predominantly black group, they would have been shot on sight. They would never have made it to the steps. He were there, Kim, elect, president elect. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, I I would love to say I was mad, but I wasn't. I wasn't surprised. Mm-hmm. I don't I don't understand the people that are surprised that it happened. Hell, mm-hmm. Trump and his followers have been calling for this for over a week. That's absolutely I right. I follow him on Twitter just to see him his insanity in action. He's been calling for it, warning people about it for over a week. Over a mm-hmm. week. Oh, January 6th is going to be great. It's going to be big, big things happening. And then you listen to his hour-long speech. Hell, you listen to his son basically say, this is not your Republican Party any longer. This is Trump's Republican Party. Hmm. So why why was anyone surprised that they did this? They They went in there intending to stop the certification of the results. Mm-hmm. That's what they wanted to do. And thank God some of the stewards had the mindset to grab those little brown boxes, mm-hmm. snatch them up and run, because if they hadn't, this would be an entirely different conversation. Yeah. So I'm, you know, this is the chickens coming home to roost. Every yep. single politician, every single far right radical, you know, all of these people that asked for it. Now, now you got it. What are you going to do with it? Now you look absolutely horrible. You are, it's, it's pathetic. It's, it's sad, but chickens coming home to roost. But you know, you bring up a good point, Leanna, that also has been discussed. And a lot of the commentators whether you're liberal or conservative media, the bottom line is they have discussed the fact that when you organize an event in the nation's capital, you have a series of meetings that you have to go through with Capitol Police, with Homeland Security, just to get the permit permit. You have to provide proof of insurance for the event. So there is really no logical way to say that there was any justification not to be prepared for this. Mm -hmm. There is really no legitimate way of saying that. The second issue is that you saw, as you were talking about earlier, Kayleen, people not only opening the gates, but you saw officers taking selfies. That's right. That's right. You had one of our elected congresswomen really question the fact that they knew a lot about how to access offices and how to get into certain spaces that lay people would not have known how to do. That capital is a labyrinth. It is not an easily negotiated space. Mm. So how did they know how to access all of these different areas? Because you talk about an inside job, right? Exactly. You talk about an inside job. They're not by nature. I'm really not. But when you look at the facts, just look at the facts. Because mm-hmm. they got to Pelosi's office. They got to the floor, as we know. I mean, that guy with the picture was carrying Pelosi's podium. 
He was and singing in Pelosi's death. He took yeah, a selfie. The other guy. Yeah. She took her mail. Took had a fucking yeah, piece of her. mail. Yep. Mm-mm. Took selfies with Mm-mm. it outside. Left, left the yeah, building, walked outside. out. Walked walk out. What you're saying, Carrie? What you're saying, Carrie? Was able to go in and walk right out. I mean, do you honestly think <laughs> that, that that would not, not just not just walk out? Not just walk out. There is video of a police officer oh, helping yeah. a woman walk down the stairs. That's right. Like you, like like a gentleman would, helping this bitch leave after her rioting. Jesus. Let that have been a black woman. Let that have been a Latino woman. Mm. Been on the ground. Guaranteed, she'd have been rolling down them stairs. Mm-hmm. Did you see the march from Souls to the Poles in Maryland with the woman in the handicapped seat that rolls? Did you see how that black woman was treated when she was confronted by police? That woman was pushed out of a chair. That entire chair was toppled. She was marching to vote, not to riot, to vote. And that's what happened to her. So you have 2,300 active duty officers on the Capitol Police Force. 2,300. Yet there were only 500 scheduled and on duty that day. And where with were those all, 500? Because uh, they were nowhere really to be seen. Yep. Well, and with all the internet chatter, like you said, Leanna, anytime Homeland Security is tracking terrorist organizations or t- tracking any type of potentially riotous behavior, they keep track of internet chatter. Uh, All exactly. the internet chatter for this event in the days leading up to it, and you mean to tell me that you were overwhelmed and unprepared because you did not expect this? You did not anticipate this? No, that lie is too thin. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, that lie is too thin. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. You know, we talked last time about getting rid of toxicity and how we sometimes allow ourselves to be complicit in keeping that in our lives. Mm -hmm. America needs to be real with itself about something. Mm -hmm. Those people that marched on that Capitol had a sense of entitlement. That's exactly it. They were. Mm Okay. If you saw Joy Reid is one of the commentators that I listened to. She was so overcome. Uh She could barely finish her show. But the point she was making is this. They honestly believed they had a right to do what they did. They were entitled. They don't believe that people of color have that same right because this is not our country. We should be grateful that they allow us in. America, we are going to have to deal with the way we brought folks here, with the way we dealt with the folks that were already here. There is a toxicity in this society that permeates at every level, whether it's healthcare, whether it's finance, whether it's politics, whether it's careers. And because we let that stuff fester, and we don't honestly look ourselves in the face and admit what it is. We call it everything, but oh, he's unhinged. They're just a fringe element. 
We need to unify. We need to understand each other. No, we need to look each other in the eye and tell each other the truth. Racism is a toxicity that has consumed this nation from its very foundation. And until we deal with that, we're going to continue to look at people as not human and deserving of whatever we choose to do to them. Well, the thing about it, Kim, and I've said this several times, it's always been here. The difference is, is now that people are actually trying to do something about it. Like they did. And then everybody was like, okay, this happened. We're just going to put it on the back burner for a while. Everybody went underground. It was still always there because I've been called a nigger all my life. Mm. It's always been there, but it's never been emboldened like it has. This president got in and everybody just came out of the closet is what happened because it's always been there. And you, mm-hmm. it, racism is top behavior. It is learned behavior. So it starts with the parents of these these people. And you know, it starts with their families. And that's exactly where it comes from. Yeah, I agree with you, Kayleen. It's a top behavior. If you're just a blatant racist, I appreciate you more because I know exactly where you're coming from. I know exactly where you're coming from. The ones that I feel sorry for are those people that don't even realize that they have been indoctrinated to be racist. Mm-hmm. Ones that grew up in a certain way of life. And these are some of those extremists that we're seeing. They've been taught that they're privileged. They've been taught mm-hmm. that they're entitled. They've been taught that this is their their country and, you know, niggas and spicks and they don't have any place in here. They need to go back to their country. They've been taught this stuff. They don't necessarily think they're racist that's just their norm Mm -hmm. and now there is a shift in power because we are not our ancestors we are not the same people that marched on selma you come at me i'm gonna fuck you up you know i'm not gonna have a conversation with you you might get your your the taste slapped out of your mouth if you call me a nigga right it's Mm -hmm. not the same so there's been this shift we're taken to the polls we're making those changes and like i've told my kids their whole lives let those fools play checkers you play chess that's right you you don't like the government the way it is now you start voting out those senators you start taking Mm -hmm. turning georgia red to blue and they don't learn real quick you don't help us you don't help us advance you don't help us get that equality come midterm elections you got to go and i think think you bring up a good point Mm-hmm. You bring up a good point, Leanna, because I think the truth of what we have to look at and be honest about, yes, 80 million Americans put Kamala Harris and Joe Biden in the White House, but 73 million Americans Thank you. voted to return yes. Donald Trump to the White yes. House, knowing who he is and what he's doing. Yeah, so how many of you and undercover people deal with that. are there? How many of you undercover people are on my Facebook because I'm your token... <laughs> Hispanic black friend, you tell me how many of those people really have your best interests really seriously because they, they don't care. But, but, but look, Leanna's my friend. Look, Kim's my friend. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And Mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's just, I don't know, but, but I was, I was trying to finish my thought earlier. What I was saying is we've never made the changes. So all those marches they did in the past, we saw it. It brought it to the forefront, but nothing was ever changed. And mm-hmm. Leanna said it. The biggest change right now is we're going to the goddamn polls. Thank you. Because I have people in my family. Are you voting? Nah, my vote doesn't count anyway. 
Bitch, if your vote didn't count, they wouldn't be trying to trying take to, it away. To suppress you. it. They, they wouldn't be trying to suppress, to suppress that, that shit. shit. Yes, exactly, Carrie. Mm-hmm. I went. So from your point of view, Carrie. Yes. Oh, so were you going to say yeah. something, Leanna? No, no, go ahead, honey. No, I'm good. Okay. Yeah. From my point of view, I have so much to say, but I, it's, I just yeah, no, love. I want to hear from you. Okay. I no, love everything that. I just want to echo everything that y'all are saying. And from what you said, Leanna, like, I, this is not surprising to me. And this meme that goes around is like, well, that escalated quickly for after four years, but it's from, it's from the beginning of the, this experiment, this fucking travesty of a colonial, you know, blood spilled everywhere. You know what I mean? Like, no, it's just, oh, yeah. So, the entitlement, what you were saying to Kim is just so rich. And I really feel like it's not only is it baked into the white supremacy. I mean, it, yes, it's white privilege was displayed, but this is fucking, this is straight up white supremacy because they think that they're above, they think they own people, places, everything. Right. But it's also baked into this form of Christianity. That's been nationalism. That's been like married together. Do you know, have you seen this? That's like Jesus and country are one and then they blend together. And then that even, so then they're taught we're the chosen ones. So, so you get like white supremacy with a cross on it. And then they co-opt that for murder, the, the cross. I mean, which, I mean, the cross is a, it's a, it's a, a way of killing people, but do you know what I'm saying? It's no, just, I don't know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. So, uh-huh. so with that, so these people, like you were saying, Leanna, they they're brought up in this this thing where they really think they're saving the world, y'all. They really yes, think they that they're the country's getting taken over by quote unquote the woke. Like somebody just blamed the woke. I'm like, I had to look it up. I'm like, what the fuck is the is that the uh, is that a congregation like the woke? But anyway. Yeah. So entitlement, white supremacy. I love what y'all are saying. I'm so pissed, but I'm not surprised. It's not a fucking surprise. Right. Right. Like I'm not surprised, but I'm fucking pissed because actually seeing it though, you know what I mean? But in a way it's kind of cool that we were able to see it because now people should be fucking woke. You know what I mean? They should still not because look at what these people are posting. They're posting that it was Antifa. Get the fuck out of here. Those Antifa people don't got enough goddamn Ford and and goddamn Ram Dodge, you know, Dodge Rams out there to be out there like they were in those trucks and those damn flags. Give me they, a break. Look at the symbolism that they chose. I mean, to your point, Carrie, look at the symbolism that they chose. When Ted Cruz was standing on the floor of the Senate, what did he use as an example of why we have to address? the widespread voter fraud. He referred to a compromise in the amendment used as an amendment to our constitution, the Hastings compromise. Look at the Madison compromise, Uh the very founding documents of this nation. And when you have, people don't understand, when you have the Confederate flag being brought into the Capitol, remember that during the Civil War, the victory was given to the Union Army and the flag that was flown was the flag of the victor. But we never made the losers take their flag down. We yep. let it stay Absolutely. for years. Absolutely. And when President Trump vetoed the bill recently that would have given raises to the military, that would have given additional funding 
What was the primary reason he used for vetoing that bill? Was the fact that it would have allowed for bases named after Confederate leaders to be renamed. Uh It would have allowed for monuments to be taken down. Now tell me something. What other war can you think of that the United States of America has ever fought where they allowed those that we defeated to put their names on our monuments and our military bases? No, it doesn't even have to be the U.S. You stop and think with with Nazi Germany, how how much art, literature, you go back to, you know, African warring tribes, they would wipe out all history of the losing tribes. Mm-hmm. We're the only motherfuckers who have done that. Sorry. You're right. That's like, there are no s- statues, right? Of fucking Hitler in Germany. Mm-hmm. Okay. They wipe that shit out because that's a past that they want to forget about. Okay. Usually the losers don't get a goddamn ribbon, but apparently in the United States of America, literally that flag Anybody carrying that flag should be tried for sedition. That mm-hmm. is a rebel flag. What a corner cornerstone speech. That's what it's it's about, you know. Fuck. They lost. But the fact of the matter is, we let them fly it over the state house in South Carolina, in North Carolina, in Georgia, in Tennessee for how many things. years? But what, did you see all the flags that were flown there in? In there, we got we got all the whole gangs here. You know, we have all the the Nazi, <laughs> all the but also yeah, blue lives matter. Like that was something that I I'm sorry, but I laughed. But to see like people holding blue lives matter and like they're punching that I'm sorry, but yeah, ironically, right? Ironically, you mean they beat the shit out of the police officers? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. But you know, we love yeah. the police, so so you oh, know we, we would never do that. We would never do that. You know, and we got to be scared of them, uh, them, them black folks and them white sympathizers marching through the streets of our nation because they don't believe in law and order. We believe in law and order. And of course, that display was an absolute proof that we believe in law and order. Right. Let us climb. Let us traverse the sides of the Capitol. Let us threaten people. And, you know, the truth of the matter is, let's think about this, you guys. If you actually have foreign nations, foreign powers watching this, which they were, and they thinking to themselves, huh, it's that easy to breach the walls of the Capitol, is it? Uh, it's that easy to access You see that meme of Bin Laden? Somebody is like, somebody posted that on their page. I think it was Steph. She posted this picture of Bin Laden saying, oh, that's all I had to do to get in the Capitol? And I was like, no, first of all, he's too dark. He would have never made it fucking past those steps. But, no, but all he needed was some fair-skinned front men, and he'd have been in like Flynn. Yeah, but, but here's the thing on that, y'all. We do a really, really good job protecting from external enemies. Yes. Foreign yes. enemies. You just stop and think of how many people uh, on the flight that uh, crashed the plane to avoid it from being crashed into the Pentagon. You stop mm-hmm. and think about that. We do a really, really good job. But damned if we don't let our domestic terrorists yes. just walk amongst us. Oh, it's because so they don't want to name them. Oh, oh, he, name him that, Leanna. He, bombed, he bombed the Oklahoma City bomber. He was misunderstood. Oh, guy in uh, Nashville, right, uh, man? Right, right. Oh, uh, yeah, he, he, he was right. a disturbed soul. You know, let that have been a black man in Nashville. 
pulling his RV, doing secretive shit, buying stuff, you best believe Secret Service, ATF, somebody would have been checking on him. That's because people have been told white is right. White is right. Mm -hmm. And now, again, you reap what you sow. You reap what you sow. Well, and the truth of the matter is we had to be honest with ourselves. Are they really that upset about it? I mean, let's be honest. Are you really that upset about it? The thing that has happened to a president who incited this kind of an attack on the seat of power in our nation, he got his Twitter account shut down. Oh, don't forget about Facebook. He got his Facebook and Instagram temporarily suspended. Here's the problem with this account. We but cannot but have nothing him. has happened to we him. him though. We cannot, uh, I'm sorry, but they should not invoke the 25th Amendment. And I'm going to tell you why. Because if they do, Pence is going to pardon him. Mm-hmm. Well, the fact of the I, matter I is, he's already going to pardon himself. He can't. Let's, let's mm-hmm. he, can mm-hmm. he thinks he can. Right. He and the fact try. of the matter is, it is going to take a legal battle to prove that he can't. I'd rather and he tried to take so. it all the way to the U.S. Supreme Court. The impeachment process is long, but let me tell you what I That's think it does go. for us. It makes it impossible for him to seek office again. But you know why we're not going to impeach him a second time? Because we know he would never be convicted. Why? Because the same 125 or 144 representatives that stood on the House floor and challenged the legal vote of citizens in this nation who elected Joe Biden would be the very same folks who would say, I vote to acquit. And he would be acquitted of impeachment again because they don't think what he's doing is wrong. Now, I have a question about that. I have a question about that, ladies. What do you think about these um like the republicans that have been enablers and now they're clutching their pearls like what what is your take on that you know i've been i watched cnn all day today all day and they've been talking a lot about that and um i think and i agree with them they've committed political suicide like because what's going to happen start happening yeah nothing's happened to trump yet yet but it will. The closer we get to Inauguration Day, watch how many more of his enablers peel away. Because now they're trying to save face. Now they're trying to say, oh, no, no, I, I didn't think he would go this far. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you did. And so now we have a Democratic, Democratic stronghold. And they're worried. And they're freaking out. Good. And I think that they are going to have um, a lot to answer for. And I'm all good with that. And I you know they're freaking good. out because, I mean, the House is 50-50 mm-hmm. right now, which means, oh, Kamala gets to break the tie. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Uh-huh. But so, it's like you were saying before, Leanna, what has really, really prompted this backlash, let's be honest, is the recognition of the Black vote. And if you look at the civil uh, the Voting Rights Act of 1965 and the way the U.S. Supreme Court allowed that Voting Rights Act to be stripped, to be broken down, they thought, we're good. 
we're golden because now we got them. Mm-hmm. But instead of laying down and accepting that, we mobilized, we energized, we registered. We said, okay, we got to count the jelly beans in the jar. Damn it, let's get to counting. Mm-hmm. And everybody know how to count jelly beans mm-hmm. in a jar if that's mm-hmm. what it's going to take. Mm-hmm. If we got to come up with birth certificates knowing that the vast majority of us were born on plantations where we did not get the opportunity to have a birth certificate, okay, fine. Let's go hunt that shit down, find the records, find the baptismal records, whatever we got to do to get a new birth certificate. Whatever obstacles you put in our way, we're going to overcome because once we get in position, then we can change those laws. And now that we have that 50-50 split in the Senate, guess what's the first thing that Mitch McConnell has avoided even allowing to be voted on that's going to come to a vote? The John Lewis Voting Rights Act. Just to name a few, uh-huh. that will reestablish some of the protections that the Voting Rights Act of 1965 had in it mm-hmm. that will stop some of the voter pers- suppression. I mean, those are the kinds of things that we're going to be able to overcome now that we have the power. But the right. key to that is not going to stop a filibuster, though. Right. Yeah. Right. But here's the That's thing. True. We. We flip Georgia, great. 50-50 split, great. We cannot stop. Like no. I saw a meme right. today, like right. I saw a meme today that said, Can somebody send Stacey Abrams to Texas? Ted Crew, we got next. That's the mentality that we have to have. That's the mentality that we have to take. Great. But mid-year elections are coming. Hell yeah. Coming. Years. It ain't we, need to, we need to make sure we hold. We need to hold that 50 and mm-hmm. at the very minimum, hold the 50 50. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Well, and let's no, go ahead, baby. Finish. We, and we can't, and we can't be um, pacified or placated by Mr. Republican over here saying, Oh, God, thank God he's gone now. I'm going to go ahead and approve that $2,000 stimulus check. See how much what I you like just you? Said. See how much what I like y'all? Said. See how much I care? Boy, miss me with that shit. Thank <laughs> miss you. Me you. Miss me Thank with you. the bullshit. You're absolutely but right. Because no. in the first place, it's my money. Because let's right. not forget that the right. government is funded through taxes. And last problem. time I checked my check, they was kneecap deep in my damn pocket. So right. let me just be clear with you. I'm not going to say thank you for giving me back my money. My money. Right, right. Let's but let's, let, let's get this straight, though. There are some of these people, though, that are on the little high horse that are like, oh, this is great that we're getting this money because, you know, I could use me some check. Hey, who got their stimulus check? Ask Liana. I sent her this goddamn post. And I think I sent it to you, too, Carrie. Yeah. One of my friends was like, I didn't know what to say. That's why I didn't write back. Sorry. One of my friends was like, and not even a friend because her husband was my friend, but uh, she's like, hey, who got their stimulus check? But she put that she was pissed because she had it like she was like annoyed. Okay, first of all, are you serious right now? Like, are you serious? I, I about lost my shit because I was like, wow. Listen like, to yourself. I like wish she's gonna that- be one of them people that are gonna vote for somebody because they got their two that their six hundred dollars stimulus check plus the two kids on that. So you know, six eighteen hundred dollars. There is an interview with Malcolm X that kind of speaks to this where he talks about the field Negro and the house Negro. The field Negro says, come on, run away with me. This is going to be better. House Negro, they've been 
placated. They they live a little bit better. And their mentality is, why? We got it good here. We got it good here. Yeah, I eat the scraps off a of master's table. I have a room in the back of the house. That's that mentality that we have to get away from. Quit looking at the bullshit shiny object that they're going to try and throw at us to make us compliant and complacent Mm -hmm. and keep putting our feet to their necks and saying, if you will not look out for us and do what we need you to do, you will not serve in office. Mm -hmm. Try us, try us. But you know what? If you think that, you know, a lot of these people think that this, this stimulus, it's going to shut some of these people up though. Cause they're gonna be like, Oh, my government gave me some money. Bitch, that is hardly any money. Let's talk about what New Zealand did for their people. Let's talk about what other countries have done for their people. They weren't giving them $600 once a year, you know, to save some face. These people were getting like, some place were getting like $8,000 a month to make sure that they could pay their bills, make sure they had food on the table. Here we are giving $600 twice a year since this pandemic started. They've been telling us who they are forever. Like, never. Exactly. Good point, Carrie. Yep. They've been showing us who they are forever. Forever. Don't give a shit if Mm -hmm. people live or die. Yes. You're not giving me. We have got to get out of that mentality. You are not giving me. Thank you. That is is my money already. Thank you. And not only that, but let's understand your economy the capitalist economy is built on the flow of money. Look, if we understand it and it ain't even our invention, surely you ought to understand it. Uh-huh. Please understand that you need me to spend that money. You need me to have that income because but we've, you're but not we've been brainwashed. brainwashed. That's we've right. Been Did brainwashed. anybody see that Walmart? That's meme? right, Liam. Did anybody see that Walmart meme? With Walmart saying we got you, and there's a big ass line of TVs that are like sitting there for like six hundred dollars, oh, yeah. two thousand dollars. Mm-hmm. Hello, mm-hmm. I guarantee you the practical shit. Guarantee they don't have to take out and went to Walmart. Guarantee send their kids to school. Uh-uh. But we would Did Donald Trump Jr. have to have, have uh, a food loan to go to school? No, he didn't. Did uh, Ivanka Trump have to finance her mortgage? No, she didn't. Did you know, who took them care Mitch McConnell's kids did not have to go finance their car. Okay. So Chevy did not make no money off of them. Right. If you want to sustain a capitalist society, you have got to have money flowing. You've got to make interest. You've got to have people financing things. Well, how can I finance something if I ain't got no job? Right. Did anybody see today Elon Musk is now the highest, is the richest person in the world? What? Worth, Did anybody worth see that today? 194.8 billion. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Imagine that. 194.8 billion. Billion. And I don't I don't know if people understand billion compared to a million. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's astronomical. Astronomical. Well, did you see the breakdown of a fucking Bezos who makes like eight thousand nine hundred something dollars right under him? Second, per second, he's right under him now. Mm -mm. Elon Musk just passed him up for that title. So these two mother, (laughs) you guys talk about the one percent. I mean, our system is literally broken. 
I mean, 198 billion is incomprehensible right now. Like it's like that would feed every single goddamn homeless person right. in the United States for their lifetime, basically. But right. yet, where's that shit at in his fucking still, bank? I feel like it still it ties back to that like entitlement and white supremacy because we somehow we internalize it. If we're poor, we feel ashamed. We're not trying hard enough. We're you know, it's the whole system that we're on a, a wheel about. And so the people that are at the top, why should they give a, a fuck? Because they deserve to be there somehow. Good point. Well, Karen. you're right, Carrie. Look, we do internalize that just the way a domestic violence victim internalizes them smacks upside the head and them sledgehammers to the knees. Oh, I must be doing something wrong. He wouldn't hit me. She wouldn't hit me if I wasn't doing something wrong. But it's I'll give me. you a check and make it make it better. I'll be better next time. Here's six hundred dollars. Oh, let okay. me take you out to dinner, honey. Let me get Not the head. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make light of that at all, but, but it's no, like I'm the placation. I'm trying to say like the cycle. I, it's a really good. Oh, yeah, I for sure. But there's a very thin line we have to walk here. And I think that's, I think we need to be looking long, long term. So everyone's saying after yesterday's debacle, what next? What mm -hmm. next? Um, this is going to be phased. We have to phase in these changes that we want. Going in there saying, we want, you know, tax the rich, do this, blah, 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 blah. Then you're so far left that nobody listens. Nobody's mm -hmm. listening right. anymore. You lose that credibility. Too far right. You lose that credibility. Baby steps. Baby steps. That's why the, the I don't like Trump or Biden. I'm not voting for either one of you. One of them. Okay, who are you voting for for the Senate seat, for the House seat? Well, I'm not voting. Mm, young man, you got to play chess. They're playing checkers. So we have that that thin line, that 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 line we have to straddle to making measurable, long, sustainable gains, or just having another four years, like you know, President Obama had for the eight, where he couldn't get anything done. Yeah. You know, nothing so we have we have this balance that we have to keep. We have to keep the pressure up and just, OK, that's a win. That's a win. Those small wins turn into big wins. And those things are sustainable. We we, we got to be careful. We got to be careful. Biden is not a full left. Uh -uh. No way. Know, like a lot of people think he's more moderate and uh -huh. um. Mm -hmm. I'm okay with that. I'm just, you know, I'm just glad that a lot of this stuff, you know, let's be real. What Trump did in four years is going to take eight plus years to clean up. Thank you. I mean, flat out. This, I mean, I, I, I'm like nervous because I'll tell you what, dude, either we're going to fuck this shit up or we're going to do it right. Yeah. And, and, and honestly, he must do it right. We cannot have a repeat of the last four years ever, 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 ever. And the thing about it is Hillary knew. Hillary fucking called this shit long ago. She called yeah. it. In, if you listen to her speak in every single debate that she's talked about, she talked about what was going to happen. She said this was going to happen, that he was going to be unhinged and all this shit was going to happen. Look at the interior shit that he did under the slide that a lot of people didn't even know about. How many people honestly knew that the pandemic team was gone until the fucking pandemic happened? Mm. 
seriously, how many people were really paying attention to that? You know why? Because they were dangling the carrot over here and everybody was like, oh, look what's happening over here. Why this shit was happening behind our backs over here. And that's the stuff that we have to stay conscious of. That's the stuff that we have to take, stay woke about. Mm-hmm. So well, other the things that are happening while we're not paying attention, while we're too busy looking at the carrot dangling over here, right? Which is what happened. We didn't know. Well, I mean, seriously, I didn't know there was no pandemic team until this happened. And then it was like, well, he dismantled the pandemic team because he thought, why should all these people be getting paid for doing nothing? Well, but no, that's not what. Let's let's be honest with ourselves. Again, we got to tell ourselves the truth. He dismantled the pandemic team because it was a result of work that had been done by a black man. Uh, let's be very clear with ourselves. Uh, Donald Trump's entire presidency was backlash for eight years of a black man in what the people like yesterday felt was their house. uh, How dare you? How dare you expect me to be led by a black man? How dare you expect me to bow? How dare you expect me to submit my will as an individual? Why do you think all the discussions about independence and states' rights, now all of a sudden, we don't want states to have any rights. Now all of a sudden, we want to regulate how everybody conducts their elections. But when President Obama was in office, it was, don't tread on our states' rights. We have the individual ability to make decisions at our level. But the point you made, Leanna, that I think is absolutely paramount that we don't lose sight of, we need to start making systemic changes even at the school board level, even at the city council level, even at the state level. I cannot tell you how many people did not know when we here in Colorado put into law the reform of our police department that was one of the most aggressive reform bills in the country. It absolutely was. It was signed into law in January. And in February, the city of Glendale issued a public press release stating that they had no intention of following it. None. They were never going to find any of their police officers guilty of deliberately disobeying of any of those elements. And that says to me very clearly. It is Glendale. It is Glendale. And they put it in a press release. They didn't hide it. Wow. Look at when the governor, Polis, issued the new restrictions. And in Greeley, they said, we're not enforcing those. This is a duly elected leader of the state. And you mean to tell me you're going to say point blank on public television because all the major news stations carried it. They didn't hide it. They didn't lie about it. Your sheriff is saying, I won't enforce that. Your city council president is saying, we won't enforce that. Really? Mm-hmm. Again, that sense of entitlement. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. You can only make the laws that we allow you to make, that we allow you to comment on, that we allow you to speak about. Because this is really our country and we're just allowing you to live in it. That's what that stuff said to me. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Very clear. Absolutely. 
Oh, and Mitch McConnell, when he when he was speaking, what you were saying, like, I swear that was what was all on his face. He's like, he was shook. Like, he was just like, uh, you know, but he's like, I didn't give permission. I thought I suppressed enough. I, how am I in this position? Do you know what I mean? Like, he, he was shook because he, he thought he could, anyway, he didn't give permission. So <laughs> he thought he was entitled. He got fucking defeated. Like, he's done. So, but he was shocked. So they're they're all shocked, you know, when they actually don't own shit. Like, happy birthday, wake the fuck up. <laughs> so, but anyway. Well, and look at the votes that they challenged, though. In the counties that they challenged the votes, what is the demographics of those counties? Uh-huh. In Pennsylvania, it's basically the city of Philadelphia. What are the demographics of Philadelphia? Uh-huh. In Georgia, it's the city of Atlanta. What are the wow. demographics of Atlanta? Right. In Arizona, it's the city of Phoenix. What are the demographics of Phoenix? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, the fact that the NAACP, and most people don't know this, immediately after the November 3rd election and all these lawsuits that Trump started filing, the NAACP filed a lawsuit that named him specifically for violation of the Voter Suppression Act. It's a civil litigation that demands damages, but it is still litigation because you directly attempted to impede the right of citizens to vote, and therefore you are liable for that. Where the money at? I gotta be honest with y'all. I love people, but bitch better have my money, okay? <laughs> Where my money at? Okay? I don't that's know. the only thing that's going to No, and you. I gotta, tell you, I gotta tell you, it's funny because I'm one of those folks that ain't got my money yet. And they said, if you haven't by the 15th of January, you'll probably have to file for it as a credit on your taxes. I said, see, the motherfuckers got me on the list, but I don't care. I'm still gonna tell you about yourself, okay? <laughs> That's right. You don't tell you my money. I may have to wait for it, but you don't get my money. Well, I'm like, I, I'm like, I'm like, I don't get no stimulation. Fuck that. So I'm, I'm not bitter. I'm not bitter, though. Well, so. well, that just puts you in a whole other bracket, girl. Mm, mm. <laughs> yeah, it put it put me in that fucked up bracket. It put me in that right. fucked up tax bracket. Mm. That's where it put me. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah. So did you guys see the breaking news of... Um, Dumps um, recent um, two minute Twitter video. Oh Lord! What? Now I quote. Let the child back on Twitter. Now I quote. No, he's doing it through somebody else. Um, Okay. He says, "Couldn't wait." Yeah, let me read it to you. Now Congress has certified the results. A new administration will be inaugurated on January twentieth. My focus now turns to ensuring a smooth, orderly, and seamless transition of power. Note, he didn't concede. He didn't mention President-elect Biden's name. Then he goes on, like all Americans, I am outraged by the violence, lawlessness, and mayhem. 
I immediately deployed the National Guard. You a motherfucking lie. You didn't do that. You wouldn't even pick up the phone. I immediately deployed the National Guard and federal law enforcement to secure the building and expel the intruders. You mean the intruders that you had just not even an hour before said, we're going to leave here and we're going to walk. I'm going to be with you. You mean those intruders? They're like, yeah, right on, Trump. That motherfucker got in his bulletproof limo and went the opposite direction. Opposite. Thank you. So then he says, <clears throat> the demonstrators who infiltrated the Capitol have defiled the seat of American democracy. To those who engage in the acts of violence and destruction, you do not represent our country. And to those who broke the law, you will pay. He just said okay. he loved them. Didn't he say I he loved them? them? They he were special. Did. They're so special. We <laughs> mm-hmm. love you. He speaks out of both both sides, dude. And he, no, he, he ends it. And posted it because he ain't said none of that shit. He you ends, everybody here how does it end? How does he we end have, this one? We have just been through a tense election and emotions are high, but now tempers must be cooled and calm restored. We must get on with the business of America. Who wrote this? Because you know, well, you know, I don't know. No, it wasn't Melania. That computer done got Michelle's speech and, and used that shit. Okay. Girl, you know what? Michelle, Michelle put out a statement on Twitter, like her feelings of what had happened yesterday. Ooh, yeah. There had to be 25, 30,000 people who said, give it two weeks and Milana will plagiarize this one too. You know, she ain't got a fucking thought in her brain. Um, anybody who's willing to be continuously victimized in a relationship the way she has been, ain't no way. No amount That's of money hard. is worth that shit. But boom, at some mm. point you're going to get mad. At some point. Mm. Uh, I mean, even if you put a sack over that motherfucker's head. Uh, I mean, seriously, <laughs> really. I mean, Jesus Let Christ, it go. I'm sorry, but there's no amount of money that fucking would have even made me go, oh, yeah, I think I want to go there. Girl, can I, I mean, stay? Ew, just orange shit all over the sheets. I mean, just orange shit. I mean, even artificial insemination would have been acceptable in that case. No, I'm, good. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, but little hands. <laughs> ew, and just like that. Little hands. <laughs> You know what? She only gave him one child. I'm just saying, because she got to be perfect. I think that was artificially inseminated, man, because she wouldn't even hold the guy's hand. I mean, let's be real. I know. Could you just imagine? And then to, like you said, Leanna, there's a vision that you just don't want to have. Ever. 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 Just all up in, no, uh-uh. just no. That's like thinking about your parents together. I'm not trying to, I'm not, no. No, that's I'm not trying to think about my parents breaking headboards. But you know what? The, the sad part is when you see how he behaved yesterday in this video. Kayleen, do you remember years ago us talking, Trump had done something heinous. I don't even remember. Do you remember I was talking to you about Caligula, that Roman emperor? Do you remember that? Yeah. 
this man reminds me so much of him. Mm. Just like his actions, his refusal to take any accountability, his my way or the highway, if you're not with me, you're against me. Um, It's sad. It's sad and it's disturbing because what he's done is he spawned a new generation of people and politicians who think that way. Just, just look at that one fool. Um, what was his name? Uh, Holly or whatever. Mm-hmm. The one who, did the, who at the fo- took a photo op to take pictures with the protesters. And, you know, he's, he spawned this new generation of politicians and that's what we'll have to battle with in a couple more years. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of sad. Well, but I think you bring up a good point, though, because there's been a lot of discussion about where does that party go from here? Because with this recent election, you had such splintering. I mean, when you look at the Lincoln Project, when you look at Republicans against Trump, when you look at those people who did step to the plate, and there were not many of them. I just want to point that out. There were not many of them. But you look at the people who did step to the plate from the very beginning, not the Johnny come latelys but from the very beginning and say, no, this is not what I'm about. This is not what I'm in for. This is not what I came for. There is a deep divide between that and the populace that he seems to be able to control the mind and the imaginations and the ideology of. This man stood on the podium while people, older people out in his audience were catching heat stroke. And this man, out, yeah. yeah, yeah. This man led these people to a march, and then they didn't have the buses to get back, and then left them there. And they yeah. still supported his ass. Left them there. They have left a, them a miles upon miles. Okay, in the middle and, of the fucking night. They and yeah, yes, but you still, still had enough of them mm-hmm. willing in the midst of a pandemic to come to Washington, D.C., to commit acts of violence, to desecrate the very capital that they claim to believe in. After and the very flag that they believe in. Yeah, they're true believers. The, the ones that showed up are true believers, and the Republicans that still were like, yeah, I I'm, I'm disagree and I'm going to challenge and all that kind of stuff. I mean, I mean, not to be a conspiracy person, but I just got to say that when they, it was a boundary testing, like how much can we get away with? So if they have anyone that is smarter, more organized, anything, they know what they can do. Like they just, so the politicians now like Cruz and Holly or whatever, these people, they're communicating with that true believer base. And they're not going away. They're just, they might go underground or whatever, but evil doesn't, doesn't die. Do you know what I mean? We just have to keep fighting it again and again. We're not going to stop and evil won't win, but it doesn't fucking die. So anyway, yeah. So the Republicans are, are shifting and stuff, but there are some that are still dangerous. Well, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of them that are dangerous. Yeah. I think they're all dangerous, but fuck. The off branch of the team is no longer. Exactly. They're Look at the rise of the team. They're going to have to fix their party, and they've got a lot of fucking work to do. And if they can't be show some bipartisanship coming up in the next four years, hmm, 
that party is going to be in trouble. Uh-huh. Very much. Well, but will they really do? Will I mean, they though? Again, yeah. we got to ask well, ourselves a question because well, look they're, at the they're House still of there, but I mean, look at this election cycle. We lost seats in the House. Damn near lost our majority. Yeah, and over seventy million people are like, mm, I'd do that again. I'd hit exactly. that again. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you really look at like, really shitstorm that this man has been for four years. Uh-huh. Well, and still you had 73 yes. million adults. Uh-huh. Yep. What does that tell you about the United States yeah, still? Nice. I mean, we're like Leanna said, we can't stop. It does nice. not stop. We have to keep so moving. Good, we yes. have to keep moving in the right direction. We have to make those changes and those changes aren't going to come overnight and we have to do it you know, in a way that it makes sense. You know, she's right. We can't do everything all in a day. It's going to have to be systematically changed. We know this. And I think that's our responsibility is to message that to as many people as we can and so on and so forth, because you're going, you know, the generation after us and after them, they are instant gratification. Mm-hmm. That That's what they were raised on, right? So they're going to see two years, three years, maybe things aren't exactly the way they want it to be. And then there's going to be that recycled, well, fuck it, I'm not going to vote. No, they haven't done nothing for me in two years. You know, that type of mentality. We have to, we have to keep talking and having those conversations that, you know, you got to walk before you run. And we've been held back for many, many, many years. It's not going to happen in two years. It's not going to happen in three years. This is this is a long race. This is the marathon. And we really, really need to keep that same fire that everybody had to, to encourage Georgians to vote and all of that stuff. We got to keep that same fire. We got to keep that same, that same energy to try and flip those other states, you know. So when it comes time for another presidential election, mm-hmm. you know, they won't be confirmed red states necessarily. They're going to, and those Republicans that are voted in, they're going to have to realize you screw up, you do something, people will mobilize. You know, I think we, we got to be careful. Well, we got to, yeah, we got to keep though, all these people continually, you know, to continue to vote, you know, um, Stacey Abrams, I mean, come on. <laughs> I mean, if this, he's got to find somewhere for her to be in his cabinet because, wow, did she, she, well, she, she did a lot. So she, she's going to be running against Kemp in 22, right? True, if she does stay there, absolutely. But, uh, I'd love to wow, that woman mobilized and mobilized and just worked her ass off. And, you know, there's a whole team. The numerous, there was a whole team of, people. I think, yeah, five uh, black women that just boots yep. on the side. I mean, they were yeah. in it. They were, you know, yes. organizing bus rides and voter registration and, you know, all of that stuff. Yeah. It's just, we, we got to keep that people. up. Absolutely. We cannot ever use that excuse that my vote doesn't matter because we've shown it the first and second time Barack was elected when exactly you know every single time we have shown what happens when the minority vote is put but we can't have another Hillary because everybody was like oh she's winning in the polls she's gonna win so I'm not gonna vote that's what happened 
Oh, no. I'm going to tell you what happened with that because I got into arguments with people. I didn't like Hillary or Trump, so I voted for um, some grassroots motherfucker who didn't have a snowball's chance in hell to win. So, in essence, you gave Trump a vote. Yes, 15,000 people voted for Hombre, that gorilla. 15,000 plus. Girl, how many fools in Colorado voted for for Kanye's ass this past election? Oh, my God. 5,000. I was like, seriously. I was like, oh, he really is. Oh, he meant it. He's, he's, there he is. He's on the ballot. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Well, but you know, the other part of that too is the, the ideologues, the liberals. Well, I may not win, but I'm going to make a statement. Well, while you're making a statement, you're actually not helping the cause you claim to believe in. Right, right. Because, I don't like the whole Bernie thing, you know, the whole, oh my God, my Bernie didn't win, so I can't vote. I'm not voting for exactly. Hillary. Jesus, for the love of God. Like, we got to get rid of that mentality. We got to get rid of that mentality because we do. I mean, if we're going to be honest about it and how capitalism works, we are a two party system. I hate to say it. And it sucks, but it is what it is because there's mm-hmm. never been a really strong third party candidate to emerge. Not enough to take over one of those one of these two parties. Well, and we got to be honest about what you really believe in. It's like you were saying before, Kayleen. Am I your token friend on your Facebook, or are you really committed to using your privilege, spending the currency of your privilege, right, right. to actually yeah. change things for me? Yep, yep. And when you look me in the eye and tell me something like, "I'm not voting for the lesser of two evils." Because I'm too principled to do that. What you're telling me is that, oh, okay, Kim, your economic security, mm-hmm. your intellectual opportunity, the opportunity of your children, the safety and the welfare mm-hmm. of your children is worth so little to me. Yes. That I am willing to stand on my principle rather than vote for someone who might actually help us move closer to that equity and inclusion that I claim to yes. want for you. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Mm-hmm. And you know, and I, that's why mm-hmm. I've quelled. Um, when we had this last discussion, I was at 347 from from 380. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I just hit 300 today? Yes, I did. And I'm still <laughs> calling the ranks. I'm still calling the ranks because you know what? I don't have time for you in my life, honestly. No. And, and you know what? I'm trying to find like-minded people to be mm-hmm. around because my mental health is important to me. Yeah, it is stable. I need people like you in my life. Mm-hmm. And that's why you are in my life. Because, yes. You know, you know and, what? And, you know what, Kay? I think um, I, I haven't cleaned out because I know, I know that I have those closet races. I know that I have those secret Trump supporters, um, but they will never, ever, 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 ever say it because they know me and they know my temper. But what I'm praying is going to happen is one day, one thing, one post, something is going to click in your head, click in your mind and change the way you view things. And if that ever happens, then it's all good. You can, I don't even, I think I have like 600 friends or something like that. Um, Then I'm cool with that. But best believe if you ever, ever, ever come at me the wrong way about anything that is just a God-given right 
for me to be treated as an equal, I'm coming for you and I'm going to let you have it. Mm-hmm. And then, then it'll you be up to you. Me. It'll you be up to you. You are, you are much better than me because you know what? You ain't changing these people's these people's minds. I mean, how many arguments have we all been in on other people's pages where these fucking psychos are just losing their shit? And they're, they're set in their ways. And you know what? I'm almost 50 years. I mean, I'm but, hitting but my last what, years Kay, of my 40s right now. Okay, I, I, I was, I would be with you if I hadn't witnessed it myself. I told you the story of when my mom's dad, my grandpa Levy, who was Hispanic, met my father, who was black for the first mm-hmm. time. He looked at my dad, looked at my mom and said, get that nigger out of my house. Mm-hmm. At the time when my grandfather died, he and my dad were best friends. Mm-hmm. And it's because he was walking in my dad's shoes with a lot of things that he now had biracial grandchildren, you know, and I think that, yeah, it's never going to be all of them, but what if it's one, two, three, or four? And then what if they go on to, to change the mindset of somebody else or somebody else, then that's fine. You can read my Facebook posts, but like I said, best believe you come at me. I got something for you. Yeah, but I think what you're speaking to, though, Leanna, is something that happens a lot in groups of people like you were talking before about the field slave and the house slave. I think that people of color have often been pitted against one another. And I think that historically we have been sold that golden carrot of, well, you're not a nigga. So let me tell you, if you work with me, if you give me your vote, if you sell me your soul, I'll do for you. Well, you're not an immigrant. You're just gay. So if we will work with you, we will help you. Mm-hmm. If you just help us fight these immigrants and these niggas. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, you are a good Christian black person. So you're okay. You're not like the thugs and the fags and the Mexicans. So if you just work with us and help us, we can mm-hmm. find common ground in our Christianity and fight all of these other groups. So I think that the majority has done a very, very good job of pitting us against one another. And the one thing that I see changing dramatically, particularly between Latino community and Black community, is that we are recognizing that. And we are realizing that our vested interest is shared. I don't know that we've always done that. I really don't. And I think that is changing dramatically. We need to know that the majority is no longer the majority. That's it. There you go. That's it. (laughs) We, We are those 80 million votes as opposed to those 70 million. Uh-huh. Yes, we are. And if we are aligned in our interests, no, we're not going to agree on everything. Uh-uh. I'm not saying that because everything that serves my advancement as a gay person doesn't serve the advancement of a black person. Everything that serves my advancement as a black woman is not going to serve the advancement of a black man. Yes, there are differences. I'm not going to be Pollyanna enough to say that there aren't, but there are enough similarities and there are enough common needs that again, 
we have to choose to work together and accept the lesser of two evils. You know, a lot of people, like you said, Kayleen, were talking about how I don't really like Biden. I don't really like uh, um, Trump. So I'm not voting for either. How long have we as people of color been put in the position of being pragmatic? No, I don't may not particularly like either one, but I'm going to choose the lesser of two evils because I have a mission. I need to get somewhere. Mm -hmm. And I need somebody that can help me get there. Right. Hmm. Well, we are over an hour, ladies. (laughs) 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 And and I'm sure that we could have gone a lot longer, but I'm going to put a kibosh on this right here where we are before, you know, people are like, damn, this show's going to be over an hour. (laughs) But I thank you all, each and every one of you for coming and showing up and for bringing your opinions um, and, and unique opinions at the same time. That's, that's what this is all about. Sitting here talking, giving our views, maybe changing some of our views amongst I each other. I feel bad. Like we didn't let Carrie speak oh, very I much. No. no. Kim no, and I, we get to run in our damn mouths. And no. No. <laughs> no, I would think, like I would think something and Kim would say it. And I'm like, yes, it's like they're, when, when the truth is spoken, there's no need for me to re-speak it. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so thank you, well, though. I have, to Carrie, I have to push Carrie in there and be like, come on, girl, come on. Oh. That's, you know, <laughs> that's part of who she is. But but she does have very good things to say. And, oh. and you know, she oh, is yeah. definitely, awesome. you're definitely on the right side. Oh, yay. And I appreciate well, you. and I think you owe me like 10 bucks for every time you said in one of your other podcasts. Um, so this is a friend that I was telling you about. <laughs> this is a friend that I was telling you about. This wait is a minute, friend that I was minute, telling you about. How is this person trying to say that she is actually every single person that I was talking about? No, because you just said, this is Who the one that I was telling you about that I was saying blah, 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 blah. blah. <laughs> Yeah, you get my because I talk to Carrie about my friends. I talk to Carrie about my bestest friends. So I talk good. to Carrie about the people that are close. She to does. Me. She talks to about you all with like glow. Like she just starts to glow. You don't get my. Do I talk to her amazing? You'll get my bill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, I just threw myself under the bus too because I was like, I've talked about Leanna in my previous podcast too. I never said her name, but. I did talk about it. That's what I thought she was talking about. Shit, I just threw myself under the bus. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> well, she obviously didn't listen because she'd have been like, oh. Anyway. Oh, no, I did. I was just like, mm. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, she knew. She knew. She's like, mm. okay, Kaylee. Whatever. Okay. Love you. Anyway. Thank you. Anyway, love you guys. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you, Thank you for joining us. Have a good night. <laughs> and that concludes this episode of Talk Amongst Friends. Thank you for joining us. Uh-huh.